Hey guys, welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit podcast. It's me, Alex, and I'm out of breath because I've just done stairs and all sorts and climbed, you know, shimmied across roofs. Uh, and we're coming to you on top of Shrewsbury Abbey. And uh, I'm joined with, with Isla and what was your name again, sir? Tom. Tom. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I wanted to come here today to talk about sort of 2020, the, the problems you guys have had, what you guys have done to move forward and what you're going to be doing uh, in the future and stuff. It's been a trying year, right? It has. It's been really difficult. I mean, not only do we have the problems of trying to hold a group of people together in hard times, we've had the problems of looking after a very large building in uncertain circumstances. Uncertain being a perfect choice of words because this is one of the one of the most flooded areas of, of Shrewsbury. And obviously the beginning of the year was terrible for a lot of people here. How did it affect you guys? Well, it's been a mixed year for us because it did start with the threat of flooding, which we narrowly avoided because of local pumping stations keeping the water out of us. We then had the situation of a small storm ripping a massive hole in our roof, which we only just got repaired in time for being shut down for COVID-19. Wow, the irony, right? Oh, absolutely, (laughs) Um, so these these repairs and things they they must uh, take you back quite a bit. Um, the the roof is is one of the the cliche things for a church to have fixed, right? Absolutely, but <laughs> we've been really lucky. We saw a great opportunity to tell people about the past because when the tiles were ripped off. On the underside were the messages of support written in the 1980s from people who paid to put the tiles on there in the first place. And actually, almost everything was covered by insurance. So we reached out to people and said, hey, do you remember when we did this? We'll have a look for your tile. It's been a wonderful way of getting in touch with some of our funders of old. It's been great. Oh, fantastic. I mean, like, Shrewsbury's been like a place of, of, I'm I'm proud to say, of just uh, the, the innovation by people to get through these hard times spreads across the whole town which we can see from the roof here now um what's it been like being a part of that community it's been amazing shrewsbury abbey only exists because it's part of the community when henry the eighth came to tear down what most of shrewsbury abbey was the only bit that remained the bit that you're currently standing on top of was allowed to survive because it belonged to the town it was a ta- a chapel for the town ah. and so that's why it's still here and the I was going to ask you that gone. I was going to ask you how did, what, 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 what you know protected this place from Henry VIII um, because most abbeys you see are just ruins now yep. aren't they and that's it because it belonged to the town and that's our vision for this place is making it a part for the town used by the town accessible and available to it oh brilliant brilliant and um, I've just I'm, thank you train <laughs> I've been seeing um, a lot on social media about the pigeon yes um when we moved out the pigeons moved in and when pigeons move in they create an awful lot of mess now it's partly our fault we did such a good job of insulating the bell tower that you're standing on top of that they just moved in when we moved out and getting them out has taken what four five months of work crazy how did you get them out we eventually had to do what you've got to do in terms of maintenance which is block up all the holes so we mm-hmm. had abseiling glaziers on the outside <laughs> measuring holes in the windows and this is the really cool thing we found the studio that made our last stained glass windows years ago and they had a supply of glass left over from the last job and they were able to fit and measure exact replacements using the original glass for the holes in the window which these wow. dangling abseiling glaziers put into place and that stopped the pigeons getting in 
Fantastic. And I saw something as well. You guys organised something with the Shropshire Drone Rangers, isn't it? To take pictures and... That's right. Um, They've been absolutely fantastic. We put a shout-out on social media asking for anyone who could help us spot and identify the holes in our building. And the Drone Rangers answered the call. Uh, It was amazing to see their technology flying in and outside of the Abbey. And the photographs they produced for us have been absolutely first-rate. They were breathtaking. They were breathtaking from what I saw. And again, uh, local people coming in to help local people people you know that's that's kind of like that's the message that i hear a lot i mean this show will be two years old at the beginning of november i'm happy to say um and from throughout that time i've heard a lot about um people cooperating and communicating and you know that's an example of it right yeah absolutely i mean we really want to be here for our community and we've just been stunned and taken aback by how much our community has been here for us and our plans for the future aren't about making this building a space for a couple of people or a couple of purposes it's about turning this abbey into what it was designed to be this massive cultural multi-purpose multi-use space for the town Oh, great. And so what, what plans have you got then for to bring that in? Yeah. Well, they're very exciting. They're very expensive. It's going to cost <laughs> about £483,000 to do everything that we want, but it's all about access. We've got the first £98,000 of this already through funding, which is brilliant. Putting accessible doors on, we are putting paths around the outside of the grounds, because these grounds are historic They are amazing. They're one of the oldest arboretum spaces in the UK. And uh, we're putting paths and interpretive signage around between us and the Wilfred Owen Memorial that we have on our grounds to make it as inviting and welcoming a public space as possible and continuing that when you get inside. So we've got accessible doors coming on and eventually we want to get the pews out and the space as multi-purpose as possible because we have an amazing space for weddings and concerts and Kayleys and banquets and we just want to use what we've got to the best of our ability when the world opens again of course <laughs> oh absolutely and that is a incremental step-by-step process absolutely i mean i've seen stuff going on at st uh, mary's which you can see over there you know they have the camera beer festival things like that and people really appreciate that don't they beer festival. you have a beer fe- pass that mic pass that mic is you have a beer festival we have a beer festival booked or oh, now i should have my calendar um uh, so, coming up next year, we've got a beer festival, we've got a gin festival, we've got a Burns Night whiskey tasting, we are going to have shop tales. Shop tales? Shop tales. So, cocktail making lessons using the very best of locally made gins, rums. Nice, yeah, um, that's good. Uh, we have a wedding fair planned. Um, we are hoping we can pull off a Kaylee. Um, <laughs> it's just we are re- you know we are changing how the space is used. You know it has been a. Um, you know, are these are these plans that you had before the the COVID outbreak and had to be put? To, it was beginning to come together before COVID. So I mean we've already had to cancel about eight events this year mm-hmm. um we had um gin, you know we had gin tastings we had rum tastings we were going to have a mexican food 
street food event. Oh, that's cool. Um, I like that. We were going to have Prosecco and pizza. Making um, me hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, you know, using the very best of local suppliers, local people, you know, Shrewsbury is full of... Um, Independent, you know, independent makers. We've got the. Is it Wild Cops got the longest row of independent, independent shops in Europe? It's one. Of, yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's it's, it's amazing to walk up there, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I was talking to someone about uh, Wrexham a while ago, and I've been to Wrexham, and it's just a ghost town. It's boarded up shops, and you know, you'll have like a a main chain store in between all these shops that boarded up and we don't have that in Shrewsbury yeah there are empty units at the moment but compared to a lot of towns it's doing really well you know and yeah. you're getting the benefits of that obviously you know yeah. we are you know we Tom and I and everybody else on the team um, are you know, Shrewsbury Abbey is going to become the very centre of Shrewsbury again you know, and it, it needs used to be. be. It needs to be because this place towers over most buildings in Shrewsbury. It's in a, a spot which has access to different areas of Shrewsbury. Um, I mean, I've been on top of uh, Lord Hill Column there, and this one of the, you know you see this great run of buildings and stuff. It's it's one of those places where people just gravitate to, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you were just talking about because we just done the we just climbed up the the roof here. Uh, felt like um, Indiana Jones uh, <laughs> grappling along the roof and stuff for a guy that's not brilliant at heights. Uh, I've got to say, I'm quite proud of myself. But it's <laughs> getting down is going to be the hard bit, I imagine. Um, so you plan to do tours up here as well? Is that yes. very early? No, I mean, oh, it, um, there's a few more forms to fill in. Um, red but tape. Sort of, you know, mm. um, to just make sure that all the red tape is dealt with. Um, but yes, we'll be running roof tours up here very soon. Um, we've got a steam engine coming. Oh, brilliant. Should we walk over there so we can get some pictures? This is great. Look, just, uh, just as we're on the highest yeah. point in this area, we've got a steam Well, and that's on. something else that we want to do. Unfortunately, because of COVID, we're not having, there's not very many steam engines coming through at the moment. But yeah. I want to do some train spotting specific reef tours because you get such an amazing view of them coming through wow um, this audio is going to sound a bit odd because i'm doing my phone this is why i need needed one of my biscuitiers with me today but they're all busy they're working how selfish how selfish of them to be like learning a living during the day you know i can't believe this this is amazing what a great day um <laughs> well um, during these unsettled times you guys have been i guess um a, a source of support for a lot of people right um absolutely um the minute we knew that society was changing, we put a call out saying, what can we do to help our neighbours? Because as well as being this incredible venue and destination, we're also a parish church. And that means that we take a share of responsibility in trying to help our neighbours. And it's built into our very constitution. And, and so we've been offering help and support and encouraging people to offer that help and support to others. I can't begin to express how much difference that anyone can make by picking up the phone and calling a neighbour or writing a letter and putting it through the post and that uh, kind of stuff can make all the difference to people and we've we've been seeing a lot of people that have been using a lot of social media and and, and, and things that that can really help kind of fill in the blanks you know because people can't go out and see that have you guys been looking at things that you can do we have uh, i personally have been doing a twice weekly coffee and chat for all those who would otherwise be drinking their coffee alone which has been wonderfully well attended 
and we are looking at Christmas, and this is an absolute first. Wow. It, because we are limited word. in our access to our building, can only put so many services on, we are going to be recording and putting out onto YouTube and other platforms a midnight mass service that you can view wow. at home. Okay. With full my, my mother-in-law will love that. Um <laughs> Well, I'm gonna start, I've been, I was being extremely rude then. I was recording the train whilst doing that interview. Well, I'm glad to see that um, you're looking ahead to Christmas and things like that. Um, it's all going to be social distanced and things like that. Yeah, it, it is. It's going to be an unusual <coughs> Christmas, but by no means Christmas isn't cancelled. There no. is so much that we can do, and we are doing all that we can. Not to do it safely, we are limited. There are hard limits on what we can achieve, but that just causes us to try and do things in new ways. I think it's more about just reminding people that you're still here, right? Absolutely. During these, during these hard times. Um, well, you guys are amazing. Like, I love that you're just, you're just constantly thinking of ways to solve these problems. Um, it's, it's just it's in uh, Shrewsbury's DNA, I think. We love this place. We absolutely love this town. Both of us here are recent incomers yep, to Shropshire. Yeah, me too. And we are delighted to be here. And we just want to make what has been entrusted to us an asset that everyone can enjoy. Because there is so much history and life and culture and community that we can get running through this building and that's just what we want to do yeah um and how many people do you have working with you guys daily sort of a big team of you guys we have few paid staff but wonderful volunteers and we've got people with expert knowledge of the town and history in terms of guides and we want to bring those guys back to open up for tourism as soon as we can we're looking possibly november as soon as it's safe to do so because they have such a breadth of knowledge of experience Mm -hmm. and so much enthusiasm share about this building and about this town we've got volunteers we've got people who do everything from make coffee to offer a smile and a welcome to people when they come in and that in top of that is also the people who are here to offer some prayer and support for people in those hard times in life um, during this during this time, I've, I mean, the people haven't been able to go abroad. I've, I've had to cancel a whole day myself. You know, it's one of these things that people are having to do. But I think maybe it's encouraged people to go out and look at what's around them. Have you noticed a, an, an increase in people come to look at this place as a historic building? We've had lots of inquiries, actually, yeah. and that's been that's been really good. And I think what is wonderful about this county is its breadth of history, yes. which starts with the geological, um, you know, mammoths and glaciers, and goes right up to the present day. And the Abbey cuts across such a large cross-section of that in terms of its history. We are over a thousand years old 937 937 years old so we've been here for a lot of the history and there's a lot of history in our building that we tell people about (laughs) there you go well actually just away from your for your feet and unfortunately people can't see this you were just standing on a piece of graffiti from 1647 wow let's have a look at this then this, this creep. Just here, this is graffiti underneath your feet in the lead of the roof from 1647. Right next to it is something from 1999, and we've got almost everything in between. And that's the breadth of history we've got here. It's really exciting. Graffiti is amazing. Uh, I remember like uh, the first time I saw like really old graffiti, I think it was in Liverpool actually, in a really old building um, where there used to be a prison and there were long engravings. And that, that fascinated me because that's. Yeah, it's a step back in time, isn't it? And that's really elaborate graffiti, by the way. Uh, when I was a kid, it was uh, Alex was ear, you know. Well, there are. I can't. I can't. 
I can't find them, but I was going through. <clears throat> I was going through a box of photographs um, last week, and they've all been sort of you know, they've all been beautifully and noted and stuff. And I haven't managed to find where it is, but there are photographs from the 80s of phalluses drawn on the roof, which they have dictated, which they have thought were Victorian. So it just shows that graffiti doesn't actually change. <laughs> well, we've seen lots of bits that have been covered up. I'm guessing that's probably what's happened here. Um, <laughs> some patches here, patches there. Um, that's amazing, though. I, I'm te- I am tempted to try and find them again. Yeah. <laughs> what people have drawn? We've got footprints. That's some really old stuff, haven't you? I mean, there's one. There's one here. Um, what have been your your biggest challenges this year? We've been talking a lot about the positivity and what you guys have been doing. What's been the, the hardest thing for you guys? I think being closed, like being closed, not being able to. So, just before lockdown, we had we had the moon coming. So there, were, there was an amazing installation at Litchfield Cathedral where the artist had created the surface of the moon and we were going to have it, I mean, it's sort of, without wanting to be unkind to it, it's sort of basically lino but printed with the surface of the moon and mm-hmm. you can walk on it and see it. Yeah. And it looked stunning and we were due to get the moon here and it was going to sort of fill the whole length of the abbey. We had a gin tasting, which was going to... All the gins were lunar-inspired. So <laughs> okay. whether you know, they had... Um, they had all been inspired and created with thoughts of the moon. And that was literally the week of lockdown when everything oh. started going... Closing. You know, <laughs> everything started closing. So, I mean, from there you know all the events that we put lots of effort into just everything stopped services just stopped and um, that's your way of life isn't it that's getting up to come to work that's getting to see people that's that, that's like the bread and yeah. butter of it isn't it you know and you know and you know we have 30 you know 30,000 tourists come every year through the doors um and you know and they spend money in our you know spent money in the shop or they would give donations financially we've taken a massive hit this year a massive hit yeah, yeah. Um, but we just need to be inventive and creative is, with how yeah. we you know how we you know this building was never designed to be kept alive by congregational giving alone yeah it just wasn't you know this needs to be used for gala dinners and award ceremonies mm. we've got um we can hold 550 people here at pre-covid capacity which makes us one of the biggest venues in Shrewsbury for holding events and dinners and exciting things and you know the place is 930 it's been in 930 years um plus uh, <laughs> it's not going anywhere soon no. right it's been it survived through you know tyrants like uh, <laughs> henry the henry the eighth um wars uh, floods um so this, no, we're this, not going anywhere yeah we are not going anywhere we you know we will always remain a place of prayer and pilgrimage mm-hmm. but we also need to expand we need to start 
thinking a bit outside the box and just doing you know doing exciting things so many people say to me when I talk about my work at Shrewsbury Abbey and they're like oh I've not been in there for years <laughs> and it's it is literally my job description to change that <laughs> to say I went to an amazing concert last week we've seen a brilliant art exhibition there mm. um you know I went to an award ceremony you know we went to award ceremony we are also having I mean we can go downstairs and show you but our 1911 Hills organ yes. is being fully restored at the moment so you can actually we can take you down you can have a look yeah uh, we can we can take this and we can carry and do some interviews yeah at the moment oh no um no it's good it is you know, getting um, cleaned it is getting cleaned it is getting repaired but it is going to be a world-class instrument once it's done yeah because i heard that you guys are going to be contributing with the uh, carols on the doorstep right you're yes. going to be doing your own thing here yes. and making as much noise as possible i imagine um i don't know if hilly is going to be fully operational we're hoping but i can't promise that hilly is going to be able to play along at the moment because <laughs> we, you know as you will see she's literally still in pieces um and whether we can actually manage it but we will have the choir inside singing along i mean obviously we can't we would love to have everybody over for doorstep you know but social distancing we've got to remain yes but, you know, if we see i mean how many houses can we see from here i know you know it's unbelievable and like speaking of the view um, we are surrounded by a lot of independent like we just talk about world cup uh, but like you know directly around you guys there's lots of independent businesses have you guys all been communicating how you're dealing with the the, the situation from the beginning of the covid uh, situation to now have you been communicating how have you been doing things we're going to do that as well that sort of thing i think there's been um uh is that difficult lots of, i mean there's lots of, there's Lots of I mean, we are very good friends with the peach tree. Yes. Um, it's cool. Uh, and, you know, we are looking at looking at ways that the peach tree, you know, that us and the peach tree can work together. You know, come up, have a rooftop tour here, go for afternoon tea there. Yeah. You know, so we are, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're looking at doing things like that. You know, micro weddings. Micro weddings. Micro weddings. Well, that sounds uh, familiar, actually. Actually, <laughs> of uh, what, what's been going on. Micro well, weddings. because weddings now, you can only have you, know, you can only 30. have fifteen people. 15, it's, it's gone down. Wow. You can only have fifteen. That's people. a Vegas wedding, right? <laughs> <laughs> fifteen people, but you you know, we are still run. You know, we are still holding weddings. We can hold weddings in a COVID safe way. Um, but you, can, you know, you can get married here and then you know you can go and you, know, you can have your wedding reception at the peach tree i know we've got a couple of brides in december and they're going to they're having their reception dinner at the lion pheasant so mm. get married here and then you know you and your guests can literally just wander over the english bridge i mean to be fair what a time to get married you don't have to fork out for 100 people and you can just go to the pub afterwards you know Sounds or spend it on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there wasn't. <laughs> you're not having to pay for eighty. You know, a meal for eighty people. Now you really can have those Louboutins if you want. <laughs> and this is the way we look at things, right? We can sit here and go, "Oh my god, I can only have fifteen people at my wedding." But then you can go, "Oh my god, I only have to have fifteen people at my wedding. That's not bad." Yeah, that's cool. Um, right. What we can do then is, if you don't mind, maybe we can. Um, go and have a look at in the building and yeah. talk about what's going yeah. on and and what we'll go and have a look at the uh the organ, have a look at the organ. that'd be great 
Thank you. All right. Uh, this is the end of part one. <laughs> Hey guys, this is part two. Uh, we've just clam- climbed from the roof down here. My legs are like jelly, but I've got to say, uh, on the inside, I'm feeling quite quite happy with myself because I don't do heights, not at all. Uh, so to do that and to come down, I feel quite quite proud of myself, you know. Um, and then to come in here, I haven't been in here, I've got to admit, I haven't been in here for a good number of years. It was a funeral I came to, and I forgot how beautiful it was. I mean, I know you got the pictures from the drone majors, that was amazing, but to actually be in here and to feel it, it's actually quite nice. It's an amazing space with an amazing atmosphere, and we've got two things here. We have got a remarkable history, and we've got remarkable future potential. Yeah, I mean, what's the, uh, what's, what's the place here that draws a lot of attention? Where, where, where do people come to, the, the bit they look for, you know? Well... I am going to hand over to a gentleman standing next to me who knows more about this building than I do. It's part of his brief. <laughs> All right. How's uh, it going? What's, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, Ashley Walpole. I'm the Heritage and Community Officer here at Shrewsbury Abbey. Okay. How long have you been working here doing this? Um, so, just a little over a year now. It'll be just a little over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant. So, um, what is your job description and what are you, what, are you, what are your role? So, uh, there's there's two parts to the role. Um, the first part is kind of building a relationship between um, the church and communities um, um, through um, use of schools, for example, inviting schools in and building that relationship and um, other little companies and stuff as well. Um, the second part is um, to show the, the the history side of the abbey the heritage side mm. um and to look at um tourists and and, and stuff like that yeah because i reckon the, the the two main reasons people would come into a building like this one is is to pray and to mm. be you know uh, the religious um aspect of what this place is and then the historical thing yeah people yeah absolutely yeah yeah um it's it's got a huge historical basis so coming from Uddersfield up north um it's it's a very kind of um 18th century kind of industrial kind of town and coming here whoa so much stuff so yes. much like history i was i felt exactly the same i mean i mean, shrewsbury's just got a spell about it hasn't it it's, it's something oh, it does. That, that grips you um, so what can you tell me about this place what's what's when you started learning about this place i guess yeah. um what was the bit that made you go wow the first thing you saw and you're like oh my god do i get to work here okay so um first first thing i saw it, it was the it was the windows it was the um the, the jesse uh, window yeah yeah absolutely glorious and and just to kind of think and stand back and think right the first um representation is roger de montgomery he's the guy that that, that made this place right? he yeah. made the, this abbey and um you could just see how how it kind of went from there and just kind of grew out all those by the way are like sponsors basically people who sponsored the church and wanted to, you know, be, be known to yeah, be godly yeah, yeah. people and stuff like that. <laughs> so that's like your, your, your Sharp or your AMG or your, yeah. your, like a football game, you know? You see <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. what that is, right? That, that, that's, that's what they were. Oh, wow, and, okay. Um, learning learning the, the, the history behind that, um, it was made in the 1300s, I believe. Wow. Um, and then, unfortunately, it got destroyed. However, there's something really cool, right? Even though it got destroyed, we had the original papers to what they looked like. Wow. Like P 
pinpoint um, and it was remade in I believe the late 1700s and that's why archiving is important people <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely absolutely it is quite striking um, and, and I don't think I realised the significance of sort of stained glass windows until I learned a bit I mean we did the tour at St Mary's and I learned how old these windows are yeah. and how how delicate as well you know because obviously they had their window broken by some yob a while ago and he was explaining how difficult it is to replace that glass you yeah, know absolutely and uh, you guys have i've been i've been doing a lot of cleaning and things lately haven't you because yeah. you had a, a rogue pigeon in here <laughs> invasion me. of the pigeons yes yeah. <laughs> absolutely. did that affect any of the windows did you have to get anybody in to clean any of the windows or is it um, just, um, just I, the I, muck off the floor and stuff. I, I, I believe it was mainly it was mainly floor work and woodwork and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Uh, I believe the windows were mainly all right. There was there was um, there was one window that was out mm. um, uh, quite a while. It, it must have been a while back, a bit of a while back, mm. and that's one way of how the pigeons were getting in. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had um, just come back and we were talking about pigeons. It sounds like we've just done like a half an hour podcast talking about pigeons. We haven't. You come back at the the, the precise moment I brought it back up again. But yeah, so a nightmare for you guys. Um, so what what have you got planned that you guys are excited about in here? When we talked a little bit about upstairs, you're saying you're going to remove all these pews and. Um, um, yes, we're going to remove all the pews. Um, the diocese asked us to remove all the pews in 1987, I think. Um, we're how, how come? Uh, why, well, why, why pews are um, pews are really a Victorian invention of mm-hmm. keeping pe- of keeping people in their place. Um, I know we sort of always th- you know we think of churches and we think of pews, but actually pews are quite a new in the terms of history of the church yes a, a, quite a new thing um, we're going to remove well we are going to what we're really going to do is change the pews so okay. we will be getting new pews but they will be movable mm, okay. they will also be stackable which will make it much easier for us to a bit like a, 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 a gymnasium where the seats come out the wall yes. sort of thing so it's yeah um, <laughs> but I mean you know, the, uh, the company that we've um, been speaking to I mean they are beautiful they are elegant um, they will work with the space we're not just putting in some rubbishy chairs yeah. you know it will a lot of thought going it into will it. be yeah. in keeping with a building like this because um, when you look at this place without the pews it's massive it's, it's massive. huge <laughs> you know, you know our um, sort of for fire eggs, we can have 550 people. That makes us one of the biggest venues in Shrewsbury. So why not use it for what you say? What we're saying up on the roof, yeah. you know, make get involved with the community. That's a lot of what you do, right? Um, it's, a, it's a great idea. So what are you going to do with these pews? Then are you going to sell them? Do you sell want to buy? Them? Yeah, I mean, give you a good price on selling pews. I haven't got a house. <laughs> never mind anywhere to put them <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but no, we will be, um, you know. They will be sold. People um, buy them. People will buy them. They want a part. They want a part of uh, Shrewsbury's history. They I mean, buy them. Unfortunately, actually, underneath the pews is um, it's kind of comp- it's not quite soil, but it's not. They stopped the um, you know these the stones. And yeah, stones. yeah. Are, don't because it would be dead easy to just pick the pews up and move them, and then we could just sort of immediately put. Other oh, okay. seating in, but we so have it's to raw take. earth underneath well, them. Basically. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, I can show. We've got. Do you want to come and see it? Yeah, oh, let's have a look. Oh, come on. So look, we're walking. <laughs> we're on the move. 
Let's just challenge Annika now. <laughs> right. Then you've got to step, step, over, the, step over the barrier. Yeah. We are walking. Uh. I've got to find up here. I've got to find me. Okay. Right. So, just because I was poking around the other day. But there you go. So you can see. Oh, wow. Okay. It's sort of hard sediment. Stone, yeah. rubbly. But it's a floor that nobody's really looked after because there's got to be pews well, there. You know, so that's, that's why, why, why look after? So that's going to be a lot of work then for you guys to move these and then resurface the. Um, yes, it is. But we've got to do it. Yeah. It, you know, we have to do it. This building has to become multiple. But I mean, also, you know, pews pews aren't very friendly to the congregation either. Um, you know, they are difficult if you have you know if you're in a wheelchair if you have a buggy yes. if you even a walking stick or a um walking frame or a walking frame you can't you know you can't get in and out of the pews so so when does this work begin then the moving of the or, pews you know tying the church of england down to dates on anything <laughs> is quite difficult <laughs> as i am finding out <laughs> well, i'm going to say soon fantastic well, I would love to, I'd love to offer the Shoes with Biscuit services with anything that you guys have got going on. You know, um, I've been dying to speak to you guys for a while. I think we may have met briefly on the English Bridge. I think, I don't know, I think, I think we bumped into each other and I was like... Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's just like one of those things that well, our show is so busy. I think we've, we're releasing like three shows a week now. It's just, unbelie- it's just unbelievable. But we would love... To, to help you guys when you, you want to come down for the beer festival don't you well that well yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's all about community for me and, and this this show is all about bringing uh, the community into into you know we want to tell people well, that's what's going on so if somebody's got an idea of something they want to do get in touch yes get in touch my email is marketing at shrewsburyabbey.com that's dead easy or get in touch via facebook um you know if you want to it was um, chatting to a carpenter yesterday and he was saying how he'd really like to do some woodworking workshops yeah, yeah. bring you know bring it on we can we can organize it we can do it here we can use that space um, mm. you know so if, if, any, if anybody's listening to this and they, and you've got some uh, something you want to play around with and you've got an idea get in touch where can people get in touch with you guys obviously it's easy to google uh, Shrewsby Abbey but yeah. where would you like people to message you so you, you, Facebook you know we're on Facebook Instagram or you know email me website is almost live yeah it will yeah. Be, we've taken it down for some uh, rejigging yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Tom you were saying you do the online sort of um, catch up that's right. Yeah, We've been uh, launching. Out? Actually, it was Ash's idea. It was absolutely fantastic. We've been doing a twice-weekly coffee and chat for those who can't get out and socialise with others, which has been fantastic. We would love to do more, but we're literally just kind of getting the infrastructure in to do more. A lot of churches have gone down the, the live streaming route already we found one of the best ways of reaching out community was phone calls and letters mm-hmm. but we have plans for future and as i said before our christmas eve midnight mass service which we are pre-recording and putting out on uh, youtube and other media is going to be fantastic first time we've ever done it 
going to look fantastic, going to sound fantastic, and because people can't come to us in those numbers on Christmas Eve, we want to come out to them. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. I've seen so many uh, great things are on social media and things. I've seen Vickers squirting babies with water guns and stuff when they're being christened. Things like that, you know. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, keep playing around with new ideas because that's what people want to see. And do you know what? Actually, you might be doing the, you know, excuse me, but the older generation a favour by bringing them onto things like Zoom and, and social media. You might actually be helping them because I, I do believe that uh, once you take that step, if it's scary to you, it can actually make your life a better place. That's right. I mean, technology does genuinely help keep us together. Yes. And providing an anchor and a way through and a product that people want to access through social media might get another generation saying, hey, do you know what? Uh, yes, I can see a service on Sunday, but I can also reach out and I can talk to my grandkids in Australia or do something similar. And so it's a gateway to positive things. You guys have been up. Thank you so, so much for today. You've been so accommodating. And we've broken the ice now. You're not getting rid of me, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I would love to encourage the listeners to, to come and have a look here. You know, uh, you saying you, you're going to book some tours in? You're going to start doing that again? We've got roof tours coming up. Yeah. The date. The date. And we've got the sew stories as well, which I, I made for uh, the original Shrewsbury, or Shrewsbury's Open, as they call themselves now, um, which you, you can access. I would love to, because I want to look for four more locations to do sew stories, and I, I think the Abbey would be perfect. Because, uh, you know, those, those days when you just want to go out and do something for free, maybe, you know, pack a packed lunch, jump on a train, come to Shrewsbury and learn about Shrewsbury's Abbey uh, and then go to Old St. Chad's or, go, you know, the castle even. I think it, we, we get another four of them and I think we should save a spot for you guys. Well, thank you, because we want to be open as soon as we can. Yes. We are getting in to retrain our fantastic guides and volunteers as soon as we have the infrastructure to do that. And we are open and we are free and we are here for people in Shrewsbury and beyond. So, Thank you very much. Um, brilliant. Well, um, before we get out of here, guys, I want you guys to check out our website, which is www.theshrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, which is lovingly made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. Uh, they make a great website. Um, and uh, make sure you check that out. The audio, I'm always slow putting my audio on there, but eventually the audio will all be on there. Uh, I think I've got four shows to put on there, but you know. Um, and I want to say a shout out to The Parade as well, which is where we normally record. Uh, the Parade Shops behind St. Mary's. Make sure you check that place out. It's amazing. And a final thank you to Chris Goff from CGR, who is helping us uh, become a CIC. We're going to become a CIC and do things properly at the Biscuit. So thank you to Chris. And then to you guys. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, guys. Catch you next time. Peace out. <laughs>